Operation Confidence proudly presents America's Invisible Heroes radio talk show. Tune in weekly on Sundays from 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Pacific time with your host, Consuela Mackey, co-host, U.S. Air Force veteran, Matt Davidson, announcer, Taylor Marcella, U.S. Army veteran and Strategies for Hope segment host, Dr. Kathy Cash, U.S. Army Reserve veteran and entertainment segment host, Charles Whitehead, U.S. Army Special Forces veteran, and I once was whole segment host, Richard Cook, U.S. Army veteran and lifeline for women's veterans segment host, Martha, Elena, Varela, National Faith Director, Chaplain, and Veterans and Recovery segment host, Anthony, Akinpora, and U.S. Air Force veteran and incarcerated to success segment host, Kevin, Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org. Operation Confidence is a grassroots nonprofit. The organization's mission is to provide stable housing for veterans who have experienced homelessness as well as providing a wide range of supportive services. To help accomplish our goal, a successful landowner has donated land for the project, a world-renowned architect has offered to design the houses, and construction classes from the local community colleges will take part in building the houses. Your support and donations are needed. To get involved, please visit our website at www.operationconfidence.org or email info at operationconfidence.com. Okay, well, welcome everyone, and thank you for tuning in to America's Invisible Heroes, a show that's dedicated to our veterans and their families. Yes, I'm your host, Consuela Mackey, Executive Director of a grassroots nonprofit organization called Operation Confidence. No, I'm not a veteran, but my heart goes out to our disabled veterans for those who have experienced homelessness. So, okay, uh, we're going to get on with the show today, and uh, our board member, Taylor Marcella, is going to introduce our guest for the day. We do have several other guests that was to be on today, but they're having problems because here in Los Angeles, there's a a whole weather thing having snow that we haven't had how many years i think like 30 19, years 29 no 2019 something so like that. four yeah. or five years yes yeah so we're having a little problem with a lot of our guests but other than that take it away taylor you got it connie um so today we have with us u.s army veteran richard cook with his bi-monthly segment i once was whole and attorney Eric Olson with his monthly segment, Helped Nonprofit Law Firm. Operation Confidence and Board of Directors would also like to honor um, Black History Month. So um, without further ado, welcome attorney Eric Olson. And just to give you a brief background of who he is, he has been an attorney for 40 years and the founder of one of America's largest consumer bankruptcy firms. He founded HELPS in 2012 to assist seniors who did not need nor could afford to file bankruptcy in order to protect them from unwanted collector contact. Attorney Olson attended BYU and an undergraduate in 1974, law school at the University of Oregon in 78. 
Health Nonprofit Law Firm is a nationwide nonprofit law firm that represents seniors and individuals with a disability over the phone as an attorney to receive collector contact under the Federal Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Whew, that is a mouthful. Helps also educate seniors and those with disabilities on how they can maintain their financial independence. They do not represent persons in court and in rare cases that helps clients needs to appear in court, helps will help locate a pro bono attorney to assist their clients. Today, attorney Olson will talk about um, an often unknown benefit for veterans and their, and their surviving spouses called veterans pensions or aid in attendance. Probably 95% of seniors are entitled to this benefit, but they do not receive it. Why? Because they don't know about it or think they don't qualify. The benefits require a veteran to be disabled. However, the benefit defines disabled as including any veteran over the age of 65 as being automatically disabled, even though they may be completely healthy. Some veterans are confused by it being called a pension, when in fact, a veteran only needs to have served in the military for 90 days with at least one day when America was at conflict to qualify. There are some income and at set qualifications. And today he will discuss the three types of benefits available, qualifications, and how to apply for these benefits. Take it away, Attorney Olson. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, thanks for having me on today. And I wish you guys all success with your bad weather. So um, as I was waiting here, I thought, yeah. Hello. Uh, and we have a little bit. I, I thought I'd tell a little story first, okay, in honor of the weather. Okay. Um, and it has to do with the Air Force. It has to do with flying. Um, for years, I, I flew airplanes. And I met with all 12 months out of the year, met with people all over the Northwest. Um, all kinds of weather. And uh, often I would go into Kingsley Field, which was an Air Force base in uh, Klamath Falls, Oregon. Okay, and it's, it's, a, uh, it's an airport and Air Force base combined. And there are a lot of F-16s there and jets. And I, I love going into Kingsley Field because it was also a training ground for uh, air traffic controllers for the Air Force. So Air Force, you know, air traffic controllers would learn how to deal with airplanes and landing and all that requirement at Kingsley Field. Now, they may have had other places they did it, but they did it at Kingsley Field. Now, so one time I was flying from Bend and to Kingsley Field. And uh, when you fly some, you know, there was bad weather at, Cl at Klamath Falls that day. And... North of Klamath Falls, there's a lake called Klamath Lake. And um, when you fly, a lot of times they would have you hold and wait while another plane was landing. And so, um, and I was by myself and I was above the clouds and then they had me lower right to this point. They called it mix up. It's a kind of a magic point in the air where you, and they told me to do circles right there. And uh, I was just at the top of the clouds. And a lot of pilots know the top of the clouds are often the 
most dangerous part of the clouds. There's ice in them. And I, I was in the clouds and for a little bit, I could see ice accumulating on my wings. And there was another plane that was landing that was coming from the south. It was a jet. And uh, so I reported to the controller. I said, you know, I'm, I'm reporting moderate ice. Uh, and uh, I looked out my window and I could tell, you know, it was, ice was building up a lot faster than that. And I got a little bit nervous and after another, and I, I've, I've flown a lot, thousands of hours and uh, in my work. And so I, I uh, finally, I reported, I said, I said to myself, I said, you know, I can't stay at this. I got to get down. Otherwise I could crash. You know, ice can build up on your wings and it's not the weight, but it deforms your wings and you don't have any lift and you can, you can die. So, um, I purport, I said, uh, uh, Kingsley, uh, Kingsley approach, uh, Sedarian 6715, Mike, um, reporting heavy, heavy, uh, icing would like to get an update when I can get my clearance. And before that, he told me it was going to take 20 minutes. And so after about a minute or two, I said that I was, I was telling, I was trying to tell this controller, Hey, you know, you need to get me down. Cause I'm in kind of in a bad spot here. I didn't want to declare an emergency, but I wanted to give him all kinds of hints that he would know, hey, this guy's having a problem. I got to get him down now and let this other guy. So when I said that, um, and I said, okay, I'm going to give him another 30 seconds. And if he doesn't do anything, then I'm going to declare an emergency and they're going to have to get me down. Well, I no sooner said that than up above me, it, I knew it was a F-16 pilot. And it sounded like he was a general. And actually, it sounded like it was God. He goes over the radio and he says, get him down now. Just like that. <laughs> he didn't even identify himself or who he was. He, and to the controller. And all of a sudden, another controller got on the on the air. And uh, it had to have been a supervisor because it was a completely different voice. And he immediately said, you know, Learjet, whatever it is, you know, um, climbing chain, whatever feet, turn 180 degrees. He told me to get, and then he immediately break, cleared me to land. And as soon as he got on the radio, I knew he was going to let me come down. And so I pulled the throttle back, got down. I, I landed safe. Uh, I remember when I taxied up, the guy comes out for the gas, and he he looks at me. He says, "Eric," he says, "You know, you could get a cheaper ice maker if you wanted to, because it was so covered with ice." Um, but I always got a kick out of that pilot up there who was looking out for me. Who said, "Get him down now." Um, so I say that, I tell you that story in honor of your bad weather you're having there in LA, but I have an important topic to talk about, um, that doesn't get talked about enough. And, um, it's called, it's a veteran benefits called aid and attendance or veterans pension. And it has three parts to it. Now, when you say the word veterans pension, you know, you know, a veteran might automatically think, well, Hey, I was only in the service for two years, you know? or less than that, and I got out, you know, I'm not entitled to a pension, okay? And and one of the qualifications for this veteran's pension, it says you need to be disabled. Well, I'm not disabled, okay? I'm, I'm 73, I'm perfectly healthy. You know, I don't, I can't, there's no, well, part of the problem with this benefit is how it's described, okay? 
one of the qualifications for a veteran's benefit is you have to be disabled or if you're over 65, you're automatically termed disabled, whether you're perfectly healthy or not. So if you're over 65 to qualify for veterans pension, you're automatically disabled per the VA. Okay, so you can qualify. Now there's three parts to this benefit. Um, one is called aid in of attendance, and the second part is called housebound, and the third part is, um, you know, en enhanced pe pension. Now the first part, aid in attendance, that's used more often. That's used fairly commonly. Okay, and one reason it is is the nursing homes know about it, or if someone has to go into a facility to get help. And the qualifications are, uh, you have to be over 65 or, or disabled and serve in the military for at least 90 days and one day during conflict, only one day, okay? And then you have to have a, the only, any type of um, leaving the military except for, um, um, dishonorable discharge. Anything else gets you, gets you in. Now, you do not have to have been in the actual field of con conflict. So Vietnam, for example, uh, I think it's May 15th, 1975, the last date, if I remember right. Uh, and then 65, it starts a day in 65. And then for one year before 65, if you're actually in theater, if you're in Vietnam, but between, I think around June 65 to May of 75 doesn't matter where you serve you could have been germany in the united states alaska doesn't matter if you're if you're in the service you qualify and then since in, about in 1989 or 1990 we've been qualified the whole time there hasn't been a period where we haven't been in conflict uh and then there's korea and then world war ii but there's not too many of the world war ii veterans left but it's mostly vietnam veterans that that need to know about this and, and some recent veterans too. So the three parts are aid in attendance, housebound, and then enhanced pension. And I'll just talk about them real briefly. The first two, uh, like aid in attendance is if you have to have someone that helps take care of you, or you know if you have a problem taking a shower, you need someone to do showering, uh, shopping for you, um, maybe you have a hard time getting around, uh, you need some type of care. I've got, I can go over the requirements here, but uh, it's, it's, you have to have a, a little bit of a disability, okay? Now, one thing's important to remember is that this benefit is also available to the surviving spouse of a veteran, okay? Which is important to know. The other thing too is, what, some of these benefits, only a small fraction of veterans entitled to them receive them just because they don't know about them, they don't know how to apply for them. They're not that easy to apply for. It should be a lot easier. But so aid attendance is the first benefit. Now, housebound attendance is if, if you're disabled and but you stay at home, but you need someone to help take care of you. Uh, and the benefits can be fairly significant. It could be up to a couple thousand dollars or more per month. Okay. In order to qualify. You have to have an income lower than a certain amount. And I, I'll just touch on that in a few minutes. Um, but that, but medical costs can decrease that income so that you can qualify. And there's an asset limitation, but most, a lot of veterans that get this benefit don't have a problem with the asset limitation. 
and a home doesn't count towards the asset limitation. So um, a year or so ago, it was like $135,000 in assets or more. It's probably more now. Uh, so a lot of veterans don't have that pro problem qualifying uh, because they have too many assets. Um, but then an important part of the benefit, which very few seniors get or veterans get, is this enhanced pension, which means if you're poor and a veteran and served during time of conflict, uh, you can get uh, your your you can get additional money from the VA to supplement your income. I'll give you an example real quick. So I talked to a veteran some time ago. His name was John. Called on the phone. He was married, and they had a lot of financial problems. They had debt, uh, and they. I, they, you know, they couldn't afford to pay the debt. And, you know, I told him, well, hey, you know, your social security is protected. No one can touch it. And he didn't know that. And, so, and I said, you can be protected from credit harassment. So you don't have to deal with these. And he said, well, he was worried about his home. And, and they had saved up over the years and their home was free and clear. And I said, no one can touch your home. It's going to be okay. Uh, and he was really, really relieved. And then I asked him, I said, did you serve in the military? And he said, yeah, uh, I was in Vietnam in 1970, like 70, 71, 72. I was in an infantry pl platoon in Vietnam. Uh, and, I, and his income with his wife uh, was like 1500 bucks together. And, but they had medical expenses that brought his income down to like $1,200 a month. And I said, you know, you, do you realize you qualify for a benefit called aid and attendant? Uh, you know, house, you know, enhanced veteran pension. He said, oh, Eric, I can't, I, I was only in the military for three years. I, I, I not entitled to a pension. I told him, I said, no, they call it a pension, but you don't have to be in the military, you know, a lifer. You, you can, you qualify it now. You served um, at least 90 days and one day during conflict. And uh, I went over the requirements with him and told him what he needed to do. And we gave him some direction. And uh, um, the last thing he told me before he up, he said, Eric, you made an old soldier cry. Okay. Because, you know, he was like 73 when I talked to him. And, um, you know, they were living off of $1,200 a month, which wow. isn't a lot of money, you know. And under this veteran pension, it was going to give an extra about $400 more. So when you're poor and lower income, Every, every little bit of extra money is so much, makes such a, a, a lot, you know, makes a oh, big yeah. difference. Sure it really does. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's it. I, you know, I got on the screen here. Wait a minute here. I've got it. The current qualifications. Um, so let's say you're a lower income senior and you're perfectly healthy, but you're in Vietnam and uh, so if you're, you qualify for that enhanced pension, if your income is, um, well, where is it here? You there, Eric? No, I am. I'm looking at the numbers. It's like sixteen thousand dollars. 
okay, um, what does that work out to? Um, like 1300 a month, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, you can qualify for uh, that enhanced pension. Now, if you're in, at home and you need someone to help you at home, uh, your income can be 19000 Now, what's that going to do is going to be able to pay for someone to come in and help you. Okay. And it's up to a couple thousand dollars. So instead of having 19,000 in income, you have in effect having, you know, almost $40,000 in income and, wow. and the money can be paid to a family member to help take care of you. Okay. Um, not your wife, but a, a, any other, a, a, a kid, a friend, or some professional, um so but if you're can take care of yourself and you're just really poor this enhanced benefit can give you extra money to be able to take care of you and statistically i, I remember reading something a few years ago they they don't have any hard statistics on this but some guys that had estimated that like only three percent of veterans who were entitled to this benefit received it and the reason was the other ones didn't know about it. Right. Okay. Now, bless the VA, but, you know, they're so busy, it's kind of hard to get this word out. And that's one That's one reason what we at Helps do is when we talk to seniors and seniors call us who have financial problems, one of the things we do is we ask them, um, were you in the military? And they'll say, yeah. Or was your, are you a surviving spouse of a, a veteran? And they'll say, yeah. And I said, when did your spouse serve? and we'll ask them and well you know i don't know or i know they serve and if we can then then we're going to send them an email which gives them details on what they can do to apply now there are people that will help people apply for veterans benefits for this aid in attendance um there's organizations that do that um but it can be a little bit difficult but your viewers need to know about that Okay, that that's available for veterans. Um, Eric, uh, hmm? Richard has a question. Has his hand. Richard, yeah, the quick the question I have, I'll, I'll make this statement itself too. Uh, I've applied for that several times. I've even applied through what they call the uh, um, I forget the, the title, but it's something where these uh, uh, it's like aid attendance, but also where it's also the uh, caregivers program. I've applied for it twice. Housebound. Oh, yeah, but twice. But I got denied several times. One, because they said uh, you didn't serve enough. Two, they said you're perfectly healthy. That's what they told me. Oh right my God. Didn't you serve 30 years? Yes. But well, you, they told me. So what years and did you serve? I served from 1975 to 2008. Well, when did you go? When did you enter in 75? uh june of 75 okay so may of 70 may 15th of 75 i think is the cutoff for vietnam but right. then i believe 89 is the gulf war and that starts then um yeah. so you can contact me or email me and i'll get you some information on someone who to contact that can help okay okay Great. Yeah, he, did you really apply deserves. did you apply for this yourself by did you have anyone help you do it on your yeah, own with with the va social worker and they did their part, but the thing is, the VA, and also I talked with the uh, other program, the pay, uh, the caregivers program, 
and they said they're going to help me out, but they never, they never do nothing. Okay, so there are some nonprofit people that help people do this. Uh, I could give you the. You need to get, get reach out to me, and I can get you some information and someone who's going to get you accurate information. For example, okay. there's one company that, that I know of. One gentleman helps people do this, and he's got like a 95 percent success ratio. He will not take anyone until. He's looked at their case and determined that they actually qualify for aid and attendance. No, they don't don't make it easy. That's a good question. Okay. Um, They're not supposed to charge for doing this help. Okay. But they got a way to get around that. Uh, He does charge like the first month's payment. And, and that's why he, he does the, pre fault qualifications before anyone pays him anything, make sure he's going to get it. Uh, he'll be able to be successful. Um, so, but there are uh, organizations will will do it for free. Okay. Uh, I don't refer anyone to anyone. I just give them names and they can go to whoever they want. Um, but based on what you're telling me now, the other reason you may not qualify is you may have too many, too much in assets. Uh, or your other income otherwise may be too high. Well, so, the thing is, I get I get my VA disability, which I'm 100%, mm-hmm. but also I do get Social Security because it has gone up because of the pandemic and and the uh, inflation rate. But that's what I've got. 